Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sick to You podcast. I am your host, Karina Parikh, and I am a rising junior in high school and a Girl Scout ambassador. I am thrilled that you're tuning into this episode. The goal of this podcast is to bring some positivity into your day by sharing discussions that I have with teens, young adults, and professionals on their perspectives on wellness and self-care. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and if you have time, I would greatly appreciate if you could fill out a short feedback form. The form can be found in my Instagram bio and in the description section of any episode. I can't wait to introduce you to our special guest today, so let's dive into it. Welcome back. Today, I am joined by Bella Hurst. I met Bella about six years ago now in a mother-daughter book club that her and her mom actually started. It was so much fun, and I'm so glad I joined it. Bella and I went to different elementary and middle schools, but now we go to the same high school, which has been really exciting, and we've been able to reconnect and grow our friendship even more. Bella is one of my most kind, thoughtful, and supportive friends. I am so lucky to know her and that she's going to be on the podcast today. She is super talented, and I guess I'll just let her introduce herself. So, Bella, do you want to introduce yourself and tell me a little bit more about your hobbies and interests? I know a few of them include journalism, baking, and theater, but I'll let you go more into that. Yeah, well, thank you so much for introducing me. That was so sweet, that little smile on my face. But yeah, hi guys, I'm Bella. Like Karina said, I'm into journalism. I love to cook and bake, mostly bake, because I like to eat that stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm into theater, and I do costumes for our school, so that's been kind of a passion of mine for the last year, because I also love fashion, so that's been a cool combination of it. Um, yeah, I love math, and I have a little sister, I have um, a cat and a dog, and yeah. Yeah, no, awesome, yeah. Um, you're just an amazing, t- amazingly talented person. So I'm so glad that you're here today. And yeah, so a few topics that I want to go into today, um, or I guess the main topic was relationships, uh, mainly regarding like high school friendships, because I know that can be very difficult. And I mean, it can yeah. also be amazing. They're like, there's definitely two sides of it. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know if you have any experience with, experience with that, Bella. Or if you- yeah, yeah. I mean, so from middle school, I went to like a really small middle school and there were 32 kids in my graduating class. And for high school, we all went, I think there were like 10 different high schools we went to between the 32 of us. So it was kind of weird, but I had about nine other people from my grade who came to the high school that that Karina and I go to. And so it was nice because I had some people that I knew, but also, a lot of those people weren't people I knew well. So, like, the, my really good friends didn't end up going here, so I really had to make new friends. And also, a lot of my friends were, you know, joining sports teams to meet people, which is great for them, except I have some medical stuff, so I can't actually play sports. So I kind of had to learn how to meet people in different ways. Like, I, I'm naturally a pretty, like, kind of quiet and reserved person. But I had to kind of learn to put myself out there and, like, say hi to that person in class. Like, ask them a question or to borrow a pencil or whatever. Like, it was definitely a change, but I think it's really helped me grow as a person and help, like, 
I think a lot of the, I think the hardest part of our relationship is getting it started, for sure. Totally. And so, like, maintaining it, because obviously, like, I had a few friends that I now don't, didn't go to school with and don't, didn't get to see every day, and so it was hard to kind of keep in touch with them and, you know, keep up, each other updated on our lives and all of that, so. Totally, and no, I agree, and I can only imagine how it, like, can be if you come from a very, like, a much smaller school. The school that we both go to right now is a pretty big school. Um, oh, yeah. I think it has about 2,500 students. I'm not sure. I think, I mean, I'm just, that's Yeah, I think, like, 2,600, but it's big. 2,600, yeah, it's a, it's a big school, and how big was your um, elementary school, the middle school? The middle school, yeah, there were 32 kids in my eighth grade class, and I think there were maybe like 100 in the entire middle school, not included sixth grade. Yeah, it's a a big difference, and I can only imagine how that can be. And so, yeah, I just wanted to ask you, yeah, so what kind of things did you join coming into high school? So I will say coming into high school, I didn't join a ton of things, because freshman year, I was kind of like, Oh, I don't know. I tried out the creative writing club, but I kind of stopped going to that because basically my friends, so I had like a group of friends that I would sit with at lunch and they kind of like, you know, during a lot of lunch days, they would go and like talk to teachers or like finish up classwork or whatever. And so Fridays, which is when the creative writing club happened, were kind of the days that we were all there. And so I had to make a choice. Like, do I want to keep going to this club or do I want to keep, you know, nurturing my friendships and spending time with these people? And ultimately that's the choice I made. So I didn't do a lot of extracurricular stuff my first year, but sophomore year, I joined the school magazine, Pulse magazine. And yeah, I actually, I'm going to be a copy editor next year. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's so awesome. Congrats again. Yeah. And so I ended up rejoining the creative writing club because and they switched their dates now on Tuesdays, and I ended up sitting with a new group of friends. So, yeah, I got involved with the Creative Writing Club. We were planning, like, a big conference when we, like, fly in authors, and it's, like, hundreds of people come to the school, and it's, like, a big thing. So I got into that. Um, I, so I auditioned for our school play, and I did not get in which I honestly wasn't expecting to get in because I'm not a member of conservatory and I'm a sophomore, but I decided I still wanted to be a part of the production. So I'm like, you know what? I love fashion. I love clothes. I'm going to sign up to do the costume crew. So I did that. And basically I signed up to do it on play, but then the who was in charge of costumes, I was like, hey, I need you to come help me out with the musicals. So I did that. And then I ended up signing up for it again this term because I had such a fun time with it. So that's been like a kind of a cool passion I didn't know I had. And I met a ton of people like that are on tech crew and in the show itself. So that was been really good. Yeah, that's so cool. And, you know, that's really impressive. And I mean, it's awesome that you're able to like find all these new passions um, going into high school. And um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you, like, so you before you were saying that you were like more shy and like reserved or not shy, more quiet and reserved. And so how, um, how did you like get through that? Or how did you like push yourself to try out new things or was it, or did you find it difficult? It was definitely difficult. I think I just kind of told myself like, 
you're starting high school, like, this is your first opportunity, this is going to be your first impression, like, this is your first opportunity to meet new people that I've had in a long time, actually, because basically my grade of 32 people in eighth grade, it was exactly the same seventh and eighth grades. There were, like, no new kids, no one left, so I hadn't had to meet new people in, like, a couple of years, so I was kind of, like, I kind of told myself, okay, how would you feel if someone walked over and said hi to you right now? And I, of course, I was like, oh, I would love that. I'd be happy if they wanted to talk to me. I'm like, cool. So that's how other people feel if you say hi to them. Yeah. So that kind of got me through that mental block, like that one, that first hi, and then a conversation started. And that's how I made a lot of my friends. Yeah. No, that's so true. I think oftentimes I feel the same way when I'm like walking around school campus and like I'm not sure whether I should say hi or I'm not sure whether to actually have a conversation with someone I'm not too close with but I'm like I want to be friends with them or I want to like get to know them better I think the hardest part is just is just starting the conversation and saying hi um it sounds so easy but it can sometimes be very intimidating (laughs) um I'm I'm not even sure why it's so intimidating for me but once you do it it feels so nice and when someone does that to you it feels super awesome and nice because it feels like you're like being recognized and it's also cool just to have a conversation with someone you're not always talking to so that's what I think about it but I just I don't know if you feel the same way that it's the hardest part just starting conversation oh yeah for sure yeah no I totally agree and yeah and so I've yeah so have you stayed in stayed in touch with um, your friends from middle school or have you started like mainly branching off I think I've st- I've mainly been branching off because yeah. a lot of my middle school friends who don't go to our school I don't really talk to anymore. Yeah. Uh, a few, like one of my like really 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 close friends goes to our school, but um, I didn't have any class. Actually, I didn't have any classes with anyone I knew from middle school my whole freshman year, mm-hmm. and I was the only one from my middle school who didn't have classes with anyone else so that was kind of like a little nerve-wracking but yeah so I I do still talk to them the people who go to our school sometimes like I'll you know see them and I'll say hi or whatever and one of my friends like my really really good friend she was in my journalism class so that was good because journalism is also it's I mean you once you're done writing your article, like, it's basically just a free first period, so we would just talk the whole time, and so that was nice to reconnect with her, but, because I stopped sitting with them at lunch this year, because I decided I really want to, like, because I realized, like, I was sitting with them because I knew them, not because I felt like they were the people that I really, really connected with and wanted to spend all my time with, so I decided, you know what, I want to start spending my time with my, with people that I, really like feel good around and they're my like close friends that I you know enjoy spending time with like you and you know Madison and Lauren so I yeah I started eating with a couple of my good friends and I I pretty much did that all of sophomore year and honestly it was one of the best things for me yeah because first of all it's a small group so it's kind of nice especially because I'm an introverted person like a small group is just better. Last year I ate with like, you know, 10 people, 10, 15 people. 
which got a little overwhelming. So this year, it's been kind of good, and lunch is like something I look forward to, because I'm like, cool, I get to see my friends, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I totally agree, and I think something else that's interesting that you brought up is that, um, yeah, you want to be spending time with people that, like, make you feel the best, and um, not saying that people don't make you feel the best, but I'm just saying, like, um, you always want to try surrounding yourself with, like, with the best people, or, like, the people that really, like, match um, your personality, or you just connect with, and I kind of can relate with you on that, because when I was in middle school, and even elementary school for a little bit, but mainly middle school, I was spending time with people, like, that I just knew, but I wasn't really connected to that much, um, and that's the hardest part for me, and that's why I was so excited about going to high school, is that I just didn't feel like I had the right friend group, and um, it just sucked, because like it was maybe halfway through seventh seventh grade or eighth grade that I started feeling like I didn't want to be a, necessarily like a part of that friend group but I was already a part of it and it was just hard for me to um just like branch off at that point because everyone seemed to know each other and I just didn't and I was like I thought it was really difficult to join another friend group and that's something that I've always like struggled with is like trying to because I know a lot of people have like their own friend groups and it's been hard like trying to like switch friend groups if you um yeah to say I don't know if you um also had experiences with like switching friend groups and oh. how that may feel actually I have a story about that so yeah. like I said so freshman year I was like or at the beginning of sophomore year I was like you know what like I don't want to sit with my freshman friend group anymore like that's not the people I feel like the best around I need to branch out. Now, I I knew other people, but I didn't know them well, you know? Like, I was totally, like, friendly, friends with them, whatever, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't, like, eat lunch with them. But I was, on the very first day, I was like, you know what? If you, like, sit with that other friend group today, like, you're probably going to end up sitting with them for the rest of the year. So I'm like, this is, you know, the change I need to make right now. So I had... French second period and there were a few people in my French class that I knew were friends and like ate together and that I knew a few of them and I kind of was like you know what I think this could be like a good friend group I can be a part of so it was super super nerve-wracking but that day I was like hey can I sit with you guys today uh, of course they were all like yeah yeah of course come sit with us so that was it was nice but I was also like it was scary it was really scary. Totally. Totally. And we all have, like, that voice inside of our heads that, like, pushes us back from just, like, reaching out and just, like, asking someone. Because I'm sure most people will not say no when you ask them to sit with them at lunch. Or I know that sounds so basic. I know it, yeah, I know it sounds like such a kindergarten question to ask, like, oh, can I go sit with you at lunch? But... Yeah. To be honest, like that happens a lot, and there's mm -hmm. usually no one really says no to that question, um, yeah. um, because I think a lot of people are really interested as well to branch out and talk to new people. Um, so yeah, I can totally agree, and I have a story too. So like from middle school, um, I was part of this friend group, and I just I didn't feel too connected with them, and I think the thing that really Made, I guess it really like made me like emotional was that um, they had one of the someone in the friend group had it was like their birthday 
and everyone else that was part of that friend group was all like invited to the birthday besides me even though I was spending every single lunch with them and yeah I spent every single like recess and every single break and every single lunch with them I just and I wasn't invited to the party and I also was not a part of a lot of the group chats that they had they had like different group chats and so I felt very like uncomfortable that that's how I was being treated but I just didn't have the guts just to leave the friend group and go hang out with other people and mm-hmm. that's because I just was ner- I was just nervous and so yeah. um I think that's how like sometimes friendships can be really difficult um especially like in middle and high school um because it's a lot about confidence you have to have like self-confidence and you have to feel like confident enough to be like oh, okay stand up for yourself and if you don't feel comfortable maybe like branch out or go um meet other people and I think that's the biggest thing that's the hardest part about high school friendships um, for sure and then also yeah so I don't know if you have this experience too but for me I feel that a lot of times I I'm just not a I'm not a huge fan of change and um when I, when I start gr- growing apart um, from different friends that like, I hope I could, I wish I could stay like in touch with, but like, I just, we just grow apart because of our different interests. Um, I some, I just, I just don't like it. And I have a hard time coping with that. Um, I don't know if you have any stories or like not stories, but you have any, um, or you can like relate to that in any way. Yeah. I mean, Generally, I'm actually a person who kind of likes change, but definitely when it comes to, like, losing friendships, and it's like, you don't have any, like, you know, tea between you guys, like, nothing happened, you just kind of drift apart, like, absolutely, I get so sad, because I'm like, uh, I really want to, like, reach out to this person, like, I want to say hi, I want to show that, like, I want to be your friend, but I'm, like, nervous, because I'm like, what if, you know, you don't want to be mine, or what if, like, I'm annoying you, or, like, you know, do you feel that way? I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally, yeah, I totally understand. Like, I've had some really close friends um, over the years, but we might not go to the same school, or even if we go to the same school, we just have completely different interests, um, and so we just don't really cross paths too often, and so I sometimes, like, sometimes feel like I, I want to just reach out to them, and, but then other times I'm like, maybe I shouldn't because then I'm forcing a relationship or, like, forcing a friendship, and I don't think that's right to do either, and so mm-hmm. I sometimes have a hard time just, like, coping with that and being, like, okay, it's okay that we're not going to be best friends anymore, but we can just be, like, friends, you know, not saying yeah, we're not yeah. going to be friends anymore, we're just gonna, we don't have to always be, like, best friends, because if we have different interests, we should be able to go pursue that instead of um, trying to make something, like, trying to be friends or, yeah, trying to, like, keep a really close relationship with someone that we're we just don't, we just don't really connect as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that's what, that's how I feel oftentimes, um, about different people, about like different like friendships. And so that's also hard to balance <laughs> too. And then, yeah, also I wanted to ask you, um, this is more about, um, a different topic. It's more about like, your hobbies. Um, but I just wanted to ask you, like, why do you do what you do basically? Like, um, okay, so I first got into kind of theater when I, I was really, I was like five years old, and, you know, that was kind of the age, like, everyone was playing soccer, you know, soccer was the big thing, 
And like I mentioned, like I had medical stuff, so I couldn't really play sports. My mom was like, you know what, I'm going to sign you up for theater. Like, I think you'd enjoy that. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I just kind of kept at it for years and years and years after that. And, it, you know, it turns out I'm not very good at theater, and that's okay, you know? Yeah. But So when I auditioned for the school play and didn't get in, I was like, whatever. You know, I didn't expect to get in, but... Yeah, wait one second. I just want to pause you. That's so right. real, and that's so, like, great. Like, I just think that, I mean, I'm sure you're not bad at theater. <laughs> let me say that. And let me say that, but um, I think that's so um, cool how you can, like, recognize that, because, um, like, instead of just, like, like, feeling, like, annoyed or just, like, mad at yourself that you can't, that you're not mastering, you're not, like, amazing at what, at, like, something that you've done, you just, like, you just know it, and it's, and it's okay, like, it's fine to, like, do it, and it can be something that you do for fun, and then you can also have other passions. I don't know if that made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, and then in a positive way. Sorry, I don't know if that made it sound like. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I know. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, I might have just worded that terribly. Um, no, I get what you. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so I was like, I still like want to be a part of this production. So I'm like, you know, I like fashion. Sure, let's sign up for it. And with journalism, like I've always liked to write. But it's always been kind of like creative writing, like fiction stuff. So I was like, I'm going to try something new. I'll try a different type of writing. And journalism was really fun. Intro to journalism. Okay. The class is kind of a joke. Like, <laughs> you would give us like a week for an assignment that takes half an hour. So we would literally just be able to like chill the whole time. And I met like a few people in there. So we had like our little squad. We would just like, talk, do whatever. And so I really enjoyed but I did really enjoy the class and I enjoyed kind of the writing aspects of it. So I signed up for advanced journalism. That's kind of how I got in the magazine and got into that. So that's been good. What kind of um, journalism or types of pieces do you like to write? Um, yeah, so I write all sorts of stuff. Like in intro, he has you do a, like a bunch of different stuff. Like you, he has you do like a, you know, a feature on a person, I'll have you do, like, a sports piece, I'll have you do, like, a photo journal, whatever, so I've, I've written three pieces for Pulse, um, one of which did not get published, because, um, basically our issue three was supposed to come out the week after school closed, so that didn't end up happening, mm. that didn't get published, and that one was about, like, Randy Melville's, like, size exclusive, um, pieces, and kind of how that can affect people. Oh, that's actually, that's a very good topic. I, did you think, is that the one that, is that, did you think of that topic? Uh, no, actually, what we do at the beginning of each thing is we'll just sit in a room and we'll just like brainstorm everything and I'll put it onto a giant Google Doc and then you can choose the piece you want to write. And that one really interested me because I'm into fashion, but I'm also into kind of like social issues and mental health. So I felt like that was a really cool kind of mix of the two of them so I really want to see that piece. No that's so cool I don't know if I mean is it okay if we go into that a little bit? Yeah yeah totally. Yeah so yeah I almost yeah sorry that was just like that really stuck with me because um I think that's so true they only have one size and I think that can really affect people's um opinions and it can really make them have like I guess a negative viewpoint on themselves and I I like just don't like that. I hate, I feel so bad that 
sometimes like even a clothing brand can really like affect someone's mental health and can really make them feel like less confident in themselves and have a lower self-esteem. And I think that's terrible. I mean, it's, yeah, it's terrible because especially as we're growing, we're just trying, it's hard to feel confident. And especially when there's only one size, Mm -hmm. it can be, you can really set like, like incredibly hard standards on yourself. Um, I mean, personally, I don't even fit in the clothes. (laughs) Like, I just don't. You're skinny. Like you're, you know, you're not like overweight at all. You know, I've heard, I was like researching that piece. I found like so many articles. It was teenage girls and they were like, you know, I like, I'm pr- pretty thin. Like I walked into that dressing room. I tried something on and I was like, well, if it doesn't fit me, it doesn't fit me, whatever. And every single one of them was like, I did not expect to feel as terrible as I did when it didn't fit. Yeah. So true. I mean, it's such a popular brand too. And I think the fact that they don't have more than one size is really disappointing. I mean, um, like just from other people's perspective and people that don't necessarily fit into those clothes is because it just makes you feel like you should be a different size or you should, your body yeah. should look a certain way when it really doesn't have to. Um, I mean, for me, it doesn't fit necessarily because it doesn't fit too well because I'm kind of taller. And so, I mean, not that tall, but I'm a little bit taller. And so it just doesn't look right on me. And I just, it makes me annoyed because I'm like, well, like other people can wear and I want to wear something like that because it looks cute and it looks really cool. And I love the style, but I just, it makes me feel so bad when I try something on and I'm like, this doesn't fit. This looks terrible on me. Yeah. yeah, So I don't know if you feel the same way. Um, Especially, I feel like I, like, for the most part, I feel like I have, like, a pretty good relationship with my body. It's more, like, my face that I, you know, have the issues with. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, especially, I feel like, over quarantine, I've been looking, and I'm just, like, especially, okay, I have, like, a weird issue with, like, my upper arm. Like, for some reason, I feel like they're enormous, <laughs> which so I've just been, like, oh, my God, you know? And going into a changing room and trying on, like, a long sleeve shirt and having it even be, like, a little bit tight there, it just, like, confirms the fear, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I think everyone has their insecurities, and um, it's mainly, like, that voice inside our heads that tells us that. I don't think anyone else around us really cares, but it's just, like, ourselves that tell us that we need to look a certain way, we need to be, like, other people. And we set this like unrealistic standard. Um, yeah. And yeah, and also like, I've been seeing on YouTube, there's a lot of videos where people that are modeled after looking after another person. It's like I, I've done a couple, I've done a bunch of like workout videos. And on the workout videos, it's like the title is this is an ab workout to look like this model. And mm-hmm. although that's kind of cool and maybe I've done it before because like, I just want a good ab workout um, myself. Like, I just don't like that title at all that you're like modeling something after someone else. And you're saying like, this is the beauty standard. Like, this is the way you should look Mm -hmm. when honestly, most of people are facetuning their photos. If we're being honest, like totally. Yeah. 
I know I saw a video on TikTok. Sorry, this is really un unrelated or a little bit off topic, but I saw a video on, on TikTok where someone was like drawing on their abs and you could like see it for like a, like a photo shoot. And I was like, this is, this sucks. Like to be drawing on abs, like that's, that's so bad. I think we should all like love our bodies and I seriously don't think it matters yeah what our body necessarily looks like as long as we feel confident in it mm -hmm. I mean that's my take on it yeah and like I was reading I don't know how I found this but I found some article where like Zach Efron was talking about like the body he had for Baywatch and he was like even though like I was like totally like jacked like it was not healthy at all like I couldn't like I had to like monitor the times I'd like drank water like I could only have like drink so much water like I had to like record every single thing I ate, it was just so restrictive. And he's like, even though I like it looked great, it was not healthy whatsoever. Yeah, that's was, terrible. Like, I I didn't I've not like I didn't hear about that, but that is that's awful. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. it sucks. Like I just think like he's even admitting it and he's a great looking guy. <laughs> like he's admitting that it's difficult. Um mm -hmm. and I just like he's like admitting that's like unrealistic it's an unrealistic standard that we've set for ourselves and a lot of it is also genetic i think um too oh yeah so sure. we can't really like judge something if like it's sometimes it's more like genetic or it's easier for like one kind of person to like mm -hmm. like their muscles to be more like or like dominant not dominant but like it just shows um more than others even though they like they work the same so that's what i'm like yeah that's like my take on it is that you just have to be confident in yourselves and I just thought that was a great topic that you were going to be writing about yeah 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 um yeah so what other topics or um genres of writing do you do so that was the first piece I did the second piece I did was for pulse um online so that was just like a short little thing that I don't think anyone actually read <laughs> But it was about the UNC Duke basketball rivalry. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I looked at the statistics. I'm just telling you, UNC wins in almost every category except coach. <laughs> except coach. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, my brother goes to Duke and I know your dad went to UNC. So he actually didn't go there, but he lived in Chapel Hill oh, for like sorry. years and loves UNC basketball, but yeah. Sorry, sorry, I thought he went to UNC. Okay. Oh. Well, he you would grow up in the area. Yeah. Um it's, it's definitely a big rivalry. I've been to a few of their games and oh, yeah. it's so much fun to go to. Um mm. just like the whole energy in the stadium is awesome. Have you been to one? I've never been to a UNC Duke game, no. I've seen them on TV, though, and I really want to go to one. Totally. Yeah, they're so cool. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like part of the go to UNC. Yeah, no, it's so cool. Just, like, the whole, like, energy inside the stadium, like, all the spirit. It's so, it's so, so cool. And you can see everyone, like, jumping up and down. Like, you've never seen anyone, like, screaming so loud and actually sorry i have not been to a unc and thinking about this i've not been to a duke unc game so i don't know what i'm talking about but i've been to just a duke game and they have oh, a yeah. lot of energy sorry yeah. i just like because i track i've like i've never been to a unc duke game i wish those are like expensive and crazy oh yeah i've been to a unc game but i've never been and i was like eight years old so i don't remember it much but yeah 
there it's their phone all sports games but um yeah um yeah it's a really cool topic as well and um yeah so does journalism really help with your wellness um yeah it's kind of nice to like have because mr black he lets you write like whatever you want like he's super chill with it and so it's kind of nice that you can like pick a topic you're interested in and then you kind of like you have an excuse to like dive deep into it and like share your interest with like other people you know totally we also have a thing where we like um peer edits like each person is assigned to two articles to peer edit and so it's also really interesting to see like what other people are writing about and it's so interesting sorry i'm saying interesting a lot but like it's so interesting how like diverse the topics are we've got anything from like political breakdowns to like explaining conspiracy theories to like you know brandy melville articles and um like what are some quarantine pastimes you can do like everything we have totally and i i mean i think writing can be very helpful for like stress relief um mm-hmm. is that do you feel that too yeah although i will say i more feel that with like um creative writing because it's mm-hmm. kind of good to like you know delve into your own world yeah totally and yeah for your creative writing is it more like your own story and like fictional well yeah well yeah. Okay, okay i was just making sure <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah totally yeah so do you like to do that in your free time meaning like after school or on the weekends um do you do that to like help when you feel like overwhelmed yeah yeah especially i think especially when i'm feeling overwhelmed sometimes i'm like okay i just need to like chill out take like half an hour and just write and like focus my mind on this one thing like distract myself and it's really helpful that's so cool yeah i know it can be very i mean i think it's definitely very stressful being a high school student and for sure at the school we go to it can be even a little bit more stressful um, oh, just yeah. because we're surrounded by a bunch of people that are very um, high achievers, and that's a really good thing for me. I love that. I mean, I like it, and I also like sometimes not like it. Um, but I like it because I like being surrounded by a bunch of people that are also trying to be super successful, and it's yeah. so cool to be surrounded by a bunch of diverse people um, that have different interests and different passions, but are also like going after them and I think that's so cool because I get really um inspired by them but at the same time I can also feel a little bit intimidated and stressed out and overwhelmed being around them um do you have any experiences with that yeah oh yeah like it definitely being around people like it really helps like push me and kind of inspires me to like you know get out there and like be the person I like the best version of myself but it's also that's one of my stickers be the best version of you. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> Plug. <laughs> nice. But yeah. Also, for sure, it's intimidating. Because also, so I'm in like, so I'm a sophomore, but I took like AP Calc AB in BC last year. And so a lot of the kids in the class were like crazy smart. And so that was kind of like, uh, uh, okay, okay. Like, yeah. I see you. Like, I know you're a genius and I'm, just here I don't know why but um because you're smart too (laughs) I'm literally I'm okay the thing is I'm not as smart 
as like a lot of those other kids. It's mostly I'm just there because of my middle school's like math system was different from our common core. Yeah. And so it was like like normal to be like a level ahead. So when I entered high school, I was like, okay, I'm already like a level ahead. Like I might as well continue that path. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm so exceptionally smart. It's just kind of like the path I happen to be on. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I know I um yeah, I know you like you've told me that before. And I was just saying that because you okay. are smart. <laughs> I think you? you're smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Totally. I feel that it can be very difficult just like being surrounded by really, really smart people or people that you think are a lot smarter than you. But in the end, we're all really smart. We're just smart in our own ways. Um, we all have like, I mean, we're all smart. We're just like, no one's not smart. Um, yeah. I think Absolutely. we all are definitely very smart. Um, but yeah, totally. And I think that can also influence a lot of friendships as well. I mean, in high school, from, I mean, Maybe that's just my experience, but I can sometimes be intimidated or overwhelmed by by other people, and um, that can sometimes like affect my friendships with them, um, or affect like relationships. Not necessarily like, friendships, like relationships in general. Um, so like if I'm peers with someone, like I just don't want to like. Sometimes I have like I feel like I'm competing against them all the time when I just don't want to be always competing with them. I just want to be friends. But um, if I'm taking the same class with them or we're both um, yeah, we're both taking similar classes, and we're both taking that, like, AP or honors class, I sometimes feel that I am competing with them, when I really just don't want to be competing with them. Yeah, Um, and my CalPC teacher did this thing that really frustrated me, so I think I told you about this, but he basically, you you told me about this, this is terrible, I mean, not terrible, it's good and bad at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, so he took everyone's grade, and he basically ordered them from, like, highest to lowest, and he took, he didn't put anyone's names on it, but, like, he took, like, it was, like, student one, student two, whatever, highest to lowest, and he put them on the wall, so you could see, like, exactly where you stand compared to the rest of the class, which is, like, like, I'm glad that he didn't put anyone's names. If he did, he'd probably be sued, but, like, um, it's still not good, Especially when you're seeing, like, hey, I, I am one of the few people who's struggling in this class, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it can really affect someone's, like, attitude and, like, mentality for the rest of the day to mm-hmm. see your name on that. And, I mean, if I didn't, luckily, like, I didn't have, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll have it next year, but, um, like, that that would just really anger me if I like saw that maybe I didn't do as well as I wanted to do in the last test and everyone else in the class is up ahead of me and I'm just so behind like I would feel very overwhelmed and that would just add stress um I mean I think it's good in like a way that it makes me like motivated like okay I want to I can maybe ask someone for help or I can um or I can just like maybe like you can motivate you and say like oh I want to keep doing better. But then on the on the other hand, it can also make you feel like mm-hmm. you're not good enough, and yeah. I just don't like like having that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think it also like adds competition between you and your friends. Like I don't know if yeah. you felt that in that class. Because yeah, and like even though he didn't like say the names, like people were whispering like, hey, like that scores that person, like that scores that person. So like you kind of get a general idea of where your friends stand. 
compared to you. So it's kind of like, it's a little awkward when you're, you know, maybe you have a 79 in the class because you bombed one test yeah. and your friend has the 99. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, it's so hard. And we go to a, a school that's like very academically driven too. And so I just think that like, yeah, that's another thing too. Like oftentimes I don't want to ask like necessarily my friends all the time for help on different assignments because I just don't want it to be like we're competing. I don't want them to like see my scores and stuff and just feel like, oh yeah, okay, I'm doing great. I'm like 5% ahead of her on the, on the class. So I got, I did better on the test. Like I just, like I don't like that like feeling. So sometimes that can be overwhelming, especially with the friendship um, or relationship that you may have. Yeah, and like my English teacher sophomore year did that thing where he'd had a, have us like grade each other's quizzes. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like frustrating. Yeah, no, it can be like pretty frustrating knowing that someone else sees, it can see your score and you're like vulnerable then. Mm -hmm. um, since other people like know what you got on the test, which yeah. really sucks too. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, yeah, it's something else I wanted to say is that oftentimes as like high school students where, I mean, this is my take on it, is that it can be difficult as well because we all feel that our our main goal is to try getting into the call and trying is trying to get into college like as a high school student like we're trying to do as best as we can in school hopefully because you want to go to the college our dream college um i think that can oftentimes be some like a person's mindset and or it can even be my mindset um that, like i just want to be i just want to do well in school because i want to go to that college but then I'm like, but then I feel like everyone else may want to go to the same college as I want to. And then I'm trying to compete. I'm trying to do more things so that I can stand out and I can, like, I can be the one to get into college. But in reality, yeah. no one knows how these college processes go, application processes go. And it's really just luck of the draw. And I think it's can be very, it can really affect one's friendship if you just like focus on trying to be better than them or trying to um, mm -hmm. keep them up. Sorry, I just kind of like rambled on, but do you have any thoughts on that? Especially like, especially like going to kind of a high achieving school in California, like everyone going for like Berkeley, UCLA, like, yeah, Stanford, everyone's going for those same schools. And even though, like, I'm sure 90% of the kids from our school who apply to those schools are totally qualified to get in, like, it's really just luck of the draw. Like, I watched a video, and it was someone who was, like, a college admissions officer, and they were kind of explaining, like, how the process works. And they're like, a lot of the time, it's just whether or not your application resonates with the person who's reading it in that moment or that exact mood of theirs. Like, that's, that determines your college application. Totally. No, I agree. Like, you know, someone's reading your essay, maybe it's really late at night or something, they're tired. Like, you just don't know. Um, you just seriously don't know. And I don't think you can judge someone based off of their, which college, it, which college you're going to, because really it's like what yeah. you make out of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I just felt that with like, with relationships in high school friendships as well, is that it just, that idea that we're all doing the same thing or all trying to get to the same place can really like get into like a 
you get into your head. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I just think that there's so many ups and downs to friendships. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I think right now is like the perfect time to be exploring new friendships. Yeah. The weird thing is I've actually like made a few new friends over quarantine, which is kind of cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, okay. So, you know, your um, there's like zoom calls, like people mm-hmm. on the same. Yeah. So I mentioned, so when I mentioned that I was like a writer, um, Lily, she's was on the call. She like messaged me privately and she's like, Hey, I'm a writer too. Like we should meet up. And so now we're like talking about writing every week and we're like FaceTiming. That's so cool. That's been really cool. Oh my gosh. Wait, Bella, I didn't know that. That's awesome. I'm yeah. so happy. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for that. Like now, it's, that's been really that cool. I'm so happy that you've been able to like, connect with people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I think during quarantine, it's also like we've had more time to like reflect on ourselves. And it, I mean, for me, it's made me like want to reach out to people I don't always reach out to and just say hi and just FaceTime them and maybe just talk to people I don't always talk to on a regular basis anymore. So yeah, no, I feel the same way. Um, have you guys been able to write together? Yeah, we will like FaceTime and we'll do like a little five, 10 minute writing exercise and we'll like talk about it and just talk about like writing in general and how our days are going and all that. So it's been really good. That's so cool. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and have you also had the same experience with like reaching out to people you don't always reach out to? Yeah, yeah, like, I'll be like, you know what, I'll just text you, like, say hi, and then they'll be like, hey, like, how are you doing, like, we haven't talked in a while, and all that, it's been nice. That's so cool, yeah, it's been difficult these past few months, just our whole, like, schedules have changed, just sitting Mm -hmm. at home, (laughs) like, it's, like, I'm I'm a very outdoorsy person, so I like going outdoors, and I just like, like I, I get, I just get a lot more motivated. Like I'm just a lot more motivated if I'm doing something and I, if I have a schedule and if I'm like leaving the house, but the fact that I'm like inside, it's, I've been having a hard time like feeling motivated and just getting like work done because I just don't have that motivation anymore. And so um, it's been nice to be able to like reach out to like new people and then also like start doing different things. So you have this like new time, this more time the other things have you picked up any other hobbies during quarantine um i learned how to make donuts nice nice baked or um fried fried wait that's so cool yeah you have like a deep fryer no we just we have like kind of a pan we just fill it with oil boil the oil and then fry it in there i don't know you could do that that's really cool yeah it's like surprisingly easy that's so cool Oh, that's so fun. Um, anything else that you've been baking or trying out? Um, that's kind of the main thing, honestly. My sister and I have made donuts maybe like five times now over quarantine. Nice, nice. That's, yeah, the main thing. And, oh yeah, I pulled my first all-nighter. Your first all-nighter? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> That's I was like, fun. I really want to do it. And so we did it. And yeah. I stayed up until 6 a.m. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's another thing, actually. Like, during quarantine, you've been able to spend more time with probably your family. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I mean, how has that felt? Is that nice? Um, yeah, I mean, my dad, <laughs> my dad's working most of the day because yeah. he's you know, working from home. Um, I've been spending mostly a lot of time with my sister, mm-hmm. which is, it's good. Like, I don't know what I would do if I was an only child in quarantine. Yeah, like, I would but yeah, no, it's been good. Yeah, totally. And I think a lot of times, like with family relationships, like I mean, for me, like my brother's usually in college, so I don't necessarily see him all the time. So it's been nice, like being able to like see them like more often and just talking to my family. Um, I know in the beginning we were we were playing a bunch of like different board games and stuff together, watching a lot of different shows, and now we're kind of getting like more separated. <laughs> If that makes sense like you're getting not like sick of yeah. each other but just um we're like okay this is normal now like we don't we're not as yeah. like we're not doing as many of like those types of things where we're like like playing games and all that stuff all the time but um we're still like watching tv shows and like eating dinner together so that's been nice but i know it's like so different like with your family relationships um over time <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah Totally. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bella, for joining me here today. I'm so glad that you were able to be our, I guess, my co-host. It was a lot of fun. I love talking to you. I enjoyed this. Thank you. Wow, I can't believe the episode is already over, but thank you so much for tuning in today and an extra big thank you to Bella for jumping onto the podcast today. I am so glad I got to bring on Bella because she has such a cool and fun perspective on literally every subject. I hope everyone enjoyed our conversations around high school friendships, academics, and journalism as well. I really appreciate everyone's support And I would love to hear your feedback. I am now going to walk you through the next couple of steps for finding the feedback form. Okay, perfect. You can find the Google form by clicking on the link in the podcast description or by clicking on the link in my Instagram bio. My handle is at stick to you underscore. I really appreciate your feedback. The survey will ask a couple short questions regarding the content and quality of the podcast episode and then give you some space to drop any other comments, suggestions, advice, or anything else that you may have. Thanks for that and stay tuned for the next episode. I am so excited to share all the things that I have in store for you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Make sure to do the things that you love and stick to you. (laughs) 